Welcome to Unravel, a fashion podcast with Jasmine, Dana, and Joy. You're listening to the Unravel Minisode series, Fashion in Focus, where we tell you about the brief history of a garment, accessory, or textile. I'm Jasmine, and in this minisode, I'll be focusing on the Panama hat. The Panama hat is an accessory that embodies cool elegance. We may think of the woven hat as a 20th century manifestation as it was worn by actors like Robert Redford in The Great Gatsby and Gregory Peck in To Kill a Mockingbird. And it was made famous by Teddy Roosevelt when he was photographed inspecting the Panama Canal. However, the Panama hat's history dates back to the 17th century, and its birth wasn't in Panama at all. The hat originated and continues to be woven in Ecuador out of the plaited leaves of the tukia, or hippihapa, palm. The Panama hat is not its original name, and it was first known as a tukia, the Monte Cristi, or the Ecuadorian hat. The hat is defined by its artful construction, which includes a combination of weaving and blocking. The Wikipedia page actually has a good description of the weave construction. The two most common types of weaves are the cuenca and the brisa. The cuenca weave has the appearance of a herringbone pattern and utilizes slightly more straw than the brisa weave. The brisa weave has the appearance of small diamonds or squares. This type of weave is less intricate, but perceived as finer than the cuenca weave by some as it is lighter. Other types of weaves include the crochet, fancy, torcido, and new order. In the mid-1600s, the woven hat industry began along the coastal regions of Ecuador in the cities Aguayas and Manaví. In 1835, Manuel Alforo moved from Spain to Montecristi, Ecuador, where, quote, his streamlined production process coupled with business from the gold rush boom ushered him into a new era of prosperity, end quote. The combination of the Wovon Toquila's hat's superior quality and Alfaro's mass distribution ultimately led to the dissumption of the Panama hat, quote-unquote, throughout Latin America. By using the port of Guayaquil and the new railway in Ecuador built in the 1850s, the export of these hats was thriving throughout the 19th century, and Manuel Alfaro was the catalyst for these hand-woven hats which ended up being promoted further than the shores of Ecuador. The Industrial Revolution of the 19th century also contributed to the hat's production. Master Toquilla hat artisan Domingo Carranza explains a big hat factory was created in Cuenca to boost the economy in the area, and it quickly established itself and took a chunk of the export market. They would provide jobs and training for anyone who was interested, so the whole area became focused around the Toquilla hats, exporting to Panama and its canal workers and surrounding countries. It was the hand-weaving production of the hats that ultimately dominated the industry. Where did the association with Panama come from? Well, there are numerous moments to pinpoint throughout history. But people going through the Panama Canal to get to California to strike it rich during the gold rush purchased the lightweight woven hat on their journey. 
The hat then made its transcontinental debut in 1855 at the World's Fair in Paris as part of the Panama Exposition. But nowhere was Ecuador mentioned as the origin and manufacturer of the accessory. During the construction of the Panama Canal, Teddy Roosevelt was photographed in 1906 sitting on a steam shovel wearing the woven toquila hat, which cemented the quote-unquote Panama hat moniker. Roosevelt also brought the hat into mainstream American consciousness, establishing it as a gentleman's staple accessory. The hat is one of Ecuador's finest exports due to its expert craftsmanship that's been perfected over hundreds of years. The tight weaving of the hat begins at the crown and is woven outward circularly. There are several other patterns that can be woven, including the, quote, liso, herringbone, and the brisa, diamond pattern, but hand weavers prefer the liso for its more elegant appearance, end quote. Once the crown is woven, it is fitted on the hat blocks and can be molded into various shapes from the top seam optimo, the divided crown of the superfino, or the rounded molded crown of the planter. The weaver continues to push and weave the hat over the block to create the brim. The Gentleman's Gazette blog explains the rest of the contemporary weaving process. Quote, the second artisan tightens the back weave. The third cuts the excess straw from the brim. For a very fine hat, this straw will be saved so that any needed repairs can be made from the same straw. The hats are then washed and bleached before being sent to the fourth artisan, who then pounds the hats with sulfur powder to soften them. Finally, the hats are trimmed and ironed into the form that begins to resemble the finished hat. Blocking or shaping the hat into its form is the final step, but that is usually completed by the buyer. End quote. The finest woven toquila hat can have up to four weavers or artisans, take eight months to construct, and have 2,000 to 4,000 weaves per square inch. In 2012, the toquila hat craft was added to the UNESCO Intangible Cultural Heritage List. This pristine accessory full of expansive history and artistry is meant to be recognized and cherished, especially its origin should be acknowledged as being from Ecuador. Domingo Coranza, who I mentioned earlier, is a sixth-generation master toquilla hat weaver in Ecuador. Separately crafted toquilla hats were included in the Museum of Modern Arts exhibition, Items is Fashion Modern. On his website, he discusses his experience of weaving, a nightmare shipping situation, negotiating with a high-profile museum, across continents, weaving his hats again, and finally securing a visa from Ecuador to New York to see his hats on display at the exhibition opening. It's a heartwarming story, and this particular exhibit, him being acknowledged as an Ecuadorian weaver of these hats, meant so much to him. And you can read his heartwarming and complex story on his website. And I also recommend you watching the video of him weaving, which is also available at DomingoCaranza.com. We will have these in the show notes. And I also want to shout out some of the other resources that I found concerning the Panama hat, which includes the Gentleman's Gazette and Ultrafino.com. They have um, a post called The Complete Panama Hat History. 
and they really help to have you understand the full complexity of the hat and its journey um, as a sort of, I guess, transcontinental <laughs> accessory because it traveled from basically South America through Central America up to the U.S., across the pond to France. So it's a very exciting story. And this story is also chronicled by Tom Miller and his text, The Panama Hot Trail. And it is a travel diary about the history of the Panama hat um, through his lens, which seems to be quite a fun way to learn about a fashion object. So I'm curious about doing that myself uh, with something in the future. If you have any ideas as to what that object could be, maybe we can take an unravel journey uh, and write a text like that ourselves. That would be so fun. So please make sure you share this episode. Tell me if you've ever worn a Panama hat. What comes to mind when you think of the hat yourself? Do you think of Cary Grant? Do you think of, I don't know, Salsa Nights in Cuba? Um, smoking cigars. I usually think of like a handsome man in a wearing a Panama hat with a guayaba and um, drinking some rum. And maybe that's stereotypical of me, but uh, maybe I can do that because <laughs> I'm a Latinxer. But uh, let me know your thoughts about the hat. It is. I learned so much um, about it. I didn't really know much about the Panama hat and quote unquote the Panama hat, which is actually the Tokia hat, which is how I will now be referring to it. And I hope you do too. Um, thank you so much. And you can find us on Instagram at Unravel Podcast in addition to Facebook, Unravel a Fashion Podcast, as well as support us at Patreon at patreon.com slash unravel podcast and you can find us on our website thank you so much for joining me and please enjoy and share the episode